Welcome to Jesus Talks. We pray that this podcast would encourage and provoke you to be just like Jesus in every area of your life. Thanks for joining the conversation. Welcome back to Jesus Talks podcast. Thank you for joining us uh, on the podcast where we invite you to join us in our conversations about Jesus. My name is Luke. I'm here with Shane. We're going to just jump right in uh, this next um or jump right in this episode uh, to what we've been discussing here in Psalm 101 and about paying the cost uh, for the anointing of God. Shane, I want you to take it over. Give us a recap of what we've been talking about, and uh, let's jump in. Yeah, yeah, so this is the third part on paying the cost. Uh, So the first part, we really dealt with walking in righteousness and having an integrity of heart in the house. Uh, How to not entertain anything that is worthless in this life. Uh, So we really dealt with that in the first episode. The second part, we dealt with uh, not enduring those who relish in in the flesh. And uh, so we see in Psalm 101 how David really pressed this issue of saying, a perverse heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. He talked about those who slander their neighbors, he will even try to destroy, and he will keep far from him. And uh, so today, we're going to go ahead and finish this uh, this little series on paying the cost. Uh, last week, I said there was three things we wanted to point out. As I just stated, the first two, the last one we want to talk about, though, is actively opposing the works of of the enemy. <clears throat> and uh, we're just going to jump all the way down to the last verse of uh, Psalm 101. And uh, it's verse 8, and it says, Morning by morning I would destroy all the wicked mm-hmm. in the land, cutting off all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. So this 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 paying, paying the cost... It's more than just laying something down, but it's actually taking action ag- for God and against the enemy. And uh, I, I think about if you will go to First John three eight, you see what John says. He says, uh, "For this is what why the Son of God came was to destroy the works of the devil." Mm. And then if you'll jump to John twenty. Now you begin to see Jesus, he comes, he's, he's uh, been crucified, he's been raised from the dead, he, he reveals himself to his disciples the first time they're seeing him, walks through this, this wall, he says, peace be unto you. The next words, as the Father has sent me, mm-hmm. so now I send you. So there is this, this commission of saying everything that you've seen me doing, on this earth, it was a commission from my father. And now the very commission that my father has has given me, now I am freely giving it to you. Now go destroy the works of the enemy. So we have this responsibility when just as a Christian, not just paying the cost, but just as being a, a, a follower of Jesus, There is this responsibility within ourselves to do everything we can to oppose the works of the enemy. 
not in the way of the flesh, but by the Spirit. Because, man, we, we see so many times where man tries to oppose the so-called evil in the, in the world, but through flesh, fleshly ways, if that makes sense. We're, we're seeing it right now with, you know, uh, a terrible incident with the, uh, with the, the, uh, the school shooting. <clears throat> Yeah, you've all you know, uh, it just a, a terrible thing. And what we're finding is people are looking to the government to pass more legislation hmm. to solve the problem. And while that could help, what we should understand as believers is this isn't a a law issue. This isn't a gun issue. This is a heart issue. This is people that are that are struggling spiritually, that are walking in darkness, and through whether it's uh, mental health, whether it's just uh, oppression from uh, demonic forces, whatever the case, we're seeing that this is far greater than just a needing a law to be in place to fix things. But there is going to be men and women of God that need to step up and say, I will oppose the works of the enemy and all that I do. And that doesn't mean just by attacking the one person that's responsible for a shooting, but it's going after that spirit that is going forth and infiltrating into these people that's just, uh, just attacking their minds, attacking their uh, their hearts, uh, tormenting them day and night. We need to be the ones that stand up for our cities, for our families, for our, for our schools, for our workplaces, and say, man, this will not stand. You know, um, you know what that is really is, uh, and I agree 100% what that is, and forgive me for the term, but it's a bastard spirit. It really 100% is. It's a fatherless spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a, um, a spirit that preys on those who are, um, are, are lost, are, um, are fatherless. Um, and I'm trying to find the right words here, but those who are truly uh, misguided, um, mentally ill. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Demon possessed. Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine ever picking up a gun and shooting one person. Um, I think it would be hard for me to shoot someone, uh, if they're coming after my family, I would do it in an instant, but you know, I wouldn't sit there and relish in it. There's people, I mean, these guys walked into an elementary school, You cannot imagine, and listen, you know, I know the gun debate is there, and like you said, you know, more legislation may help in the long run, who knows, but ultimately, no one, um, the gun itself did not go in there and and shoot kids, and and I, if you really think about it, if you really stop and think about it, who can imagine doing that? I I, I mean, I I would not even want to see pictures or you know, be even in the same room as that happening, much less even imagine thinking about doing it. You have to be in such a place of darkness, like you, like you said, of absolute lost um, and misery to, to ever commit such crimes like that. And um, that's exactly right, man, is we've got, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a problem far greater than legislation. It is, and, and and what's sad is we have the enemy so subtle, and he's coming in and, and attacking these people through mental illness, through oppression, through possession, whatever the case. These, these acts are happening, such as school shootings, massacres, 
he slithers away in the grass. Yeah. And then God begins to uh, have to take blame. Oh, man. For this fallen world. Yeah. And, and people begin to say, where is the Lord? Where is this God that the Christians speak of? Mm. Where is your Jesus now? And and in a sense, we must take responsibility and say, man, where, where, where are we? Where is the praying? Uh, where is the praying men and women again? Where are? And I'm not saying that. I don't know. Maybe maybe that could have prevented it. Maybe maybe not. But are we doing everything we can to see our cities flourish in the I, glory of the Lord? I'll say this. Um, I watched a clip from Brownsville not too long ago, and I don't know if you've seen it. It's a young kid um, during their baptism service, and he said, I was planning to murder my parents. He said, I had written out details on how I was going to murder my parents, wow. when I was going to do it. He said, and then the Spirit of God got a hold of me. He said, and broke all that off of me, and I've given my life to the Lord. He was in a baptism uh, uh, pool, tub, whatever you want to call it, and giving his testimony before the church. So, yes, I mean, I agree with you 100%. And what happens is is whenever revival, um, you know, is, is delayed, and, and you talk about, you know, let's not even talk about revival, really. You're just talking about the church being the church. Yeah. You know, spiritual mothers and fathers rising up and seeing somebody in the grocery store and instead of ignoring them because you've got your own problems, stopping and speaking to them for a moment. You never know what that's going to do. And for some reason, uh, and I think you said it last week, but for some reason we have been silenced and been okay with being silenced. And I, I, I don't I don't get that. Yeah. I don't understand it. And listen, I'm talking about me too, you know, like I'm in that us. So, um, to a degree. So yeah, we've got to step up. We've got to do something, um, in this nation. And we got to quit being so self-seeking. Listen, look at this verse again. Morning by morning, I will destroy all the wicked where in the land. What he's saying is I'm not just looking at my household. I'm not just looking within my own own sphere, but I am looking to the broader of this world, and I'm saying I'm going to take responsibility of this, and any wickedness, any injustice, that I am going to go by the power of the Spirit and oppose this thing. And so so there's this thing of, of, of saying, you know what, I, it's bigger than me. Hmm. And for too long we have, Pray to the Lord for blessings for us, for promotion in our job, for more giftings in our in our in the, in the spirit, and, and and all these things. But it's all about me, me, me. When the Lord's saying, "Will you go, go, go," mm. and so we we have to shift this thing from saying, "Man, it's so to to the self seeking, uh, just blessing oriented for me," to saying, "You know what, the Lord said to oppose and destroy the works of the devil." He did not put a boundary in that. He just says, as you go, when you come in contact with the sick, lay hands on them. Yeah. As you go, be in prayer constantly. He says, be watchful in prayer. Be uh, be fervent in prayer. So, there, so we have to get outside of ourselves. What is the first thing Jesus said? If you're going to be my disciple, you must deny yourself. 
Daily. And for some reason, we have brought ourselves with him, and instead of giving it to him, we say, we want you just to make it better for us. Mm. And, man, the gospel is just, that—that that is not the gospel at all. At all. I, I love how it says, morning by morning, I will destroy all the wicked in the land. You know, not only, you know, can you say he's talking about the land, <clears throat> but he's talking about himself as well. The land, you know, of himself, you know. Everything that's within the land, you know, of, of me and my spirit and my soul, I'm going to destroy that thing morning by morning. Um, you know, and that's seeking the Lord. That's laying down, like what you said, you know, if you're going to follow after Jesus, you know, take up your, your cross and die to yourself daily. Morning by morning, I'll destroy all the wicked in the land, cutting off all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. Um, it starts with us. And then not only that, um, like what we discussed last week as well, goes back to our households and our families. The The first disciple that you will ever be given is your child. That's your first spiritual son or daughter is your child. And that's what God requires for you is to actually raise them up in the Lord, disciple them up in the Lord. Um, and if every Christian household were discipling their kids in the Lord, in the way of the Lord, um, then we would, we'd be seeing a lot different uh, than what we're seeing now. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And and there again, why is that lacking? Because still we're going to the, we're so concerned about us. We're so concerned about our blessing, our breakthrough. And we, we have just, we, it's time for the church to take our eyes off of us and actually behold him. We were, we were listening to a worship song before we started mm-hmm. this, and it was talking about beholding, Beholding the Lamb, beholding Jesus, and man, if we if we want to see more power, we want to see more breakthrough for our city, for our families, our workplace, whatever the case. Man, we have got to get the attention off of us and place it back on Him. Have you ever thought about this? Um, <clears throat> we talk, you and I, um, but also on the podcast, and you know, in in our meetings on Sunday nights. We talk about what it would. Um, we talk about wanting um, the anointing. We we talk about wanting uh, to see power and you know all these things, the working of miracles and uh, and of course we see miracles. We see people healed and you know words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and and those are awesome. And I celebrate each one that that happens. Uh, we had one just this past week. Um, but <clears throat> have you ever thought? And because I. I thought this this afternoon, because um, I sent you a text. Um, what what do I need to do? What would it be like if I just really just abandoned everything and just went after him one hundred percent? Because we talk about it, right? But there's still I know in me there's still this. I don't know, maybe twenty five percent that is held back because I don't know what the heck is going to happen if I go one hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a fear, really. Uh, uh, what am I going to lose? And I think that if if we're honest, that's probably why a lot of people don't that they, they give up. It's because I don't, Lord, I don't know what you're going to ask me to do. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to have to give up. Am I going to have to give up this job you've given me? And you know, um, am I going to have to um, leave this relationship that I'm in if I'm in a bad relationship or something like that? Am I going to have to break off from 
I don't know, maybe this church that I'm in that I'm just comfortable in, um, you know, what, whatever it is. Um, and so much more goes into it, but have you ever thought about like, what would it look like if I really just 100% went after the Lord? And, um, it's, <laughs> it's terrifying for really, yes, yeah. because, uh, I, I think even if I was, um, like for instance, if you were going hundred percent and I was at 75, uh, I think I would probably look at you and be like, what the heck has gotten into Shane? You know what I mean? But there would be that spark there. It'd be like, whatever it is, I, I kind of want it, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I understand it. It's, it's kind of this thing. And I was, I was praying before you had got here and I was, it was this question, it's like, are you are you willing to be a fool for Jesus? Hmm. You know, because like you're talking about, this this laying down, this truly paying this cost for this anointing that we're that we're talking about, like and people that the accusations will come, the yeah. the ridicule, the persecution, the uh the the weird looks, yep. you know, the gossip behind your back. It's it, it'll come when, as you go deeper into this thing. And look, how many times have you seen people that went on missions trips and they came back and they seen all these amazing things and they're so fired up for God. Why why is it that we have to go to the mission? It's because they laid it, they didn't have their cell phone. They had, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't have this their social media. They didn't have uh all the the rowdy friends right there beside them. They they were able to get to a place to where everything else that they once knew it, it, it's not there. The distractions are gone. The, the uh, just the normal of their their usual life is not there, and they're placed in this place where they're consciously staying attentive to the spirit because they're, they're, they're you know that they're on a mission, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's like you don't have to go across country to experience that. You just have to have that same mindset as saying, okay, today I, I have work, yeah. I may not like my job, but hey, guess what? I'm on a mission. Yeah. And uh, if I can just have my my eyes set on Him, if I can keep myself so sensitive to His Spirit, to every little nudging, man, this can be a great day. The, there's going to yeah. be opportunities left and right if I can just pay attention. That I can just be willing to listen. Yeah. Uh, uh I, I I I seen a post the other day. I think it was yesterday. Uh, Jackie Baker, which is a uh, a worship leader I like listening to, uh, but he was talking about how that there's this this place in the equator, in, in the ocean, and that when sailors would would get in this place, it was just kind of a dead place where the where the wind would wouldn't really blow, and these guys would kind of get stranded, and some would even they were they were waiting for the winds to catch their sails so they could get you know, begin to have some forward motion again. And some of them would have to wait and run out of food, and it would just be detrimental, even uh, life-threatening to them. And, uh, but he said, you know, though I could imagine those guys, day and night, they were so attentive, just waiting mm. for one gust of wind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he turned that over and says, man, if we could ever just be a people that was constantly looking for the wind and ready to set our sails for it. That's so good. And uh, you know, and, and man, we've we've uh, we allow life to numb us, and, and and we allow it to suppress 
those those nudges of the Holy Spirit, those those uh, soft whispers from the Lord, and, and we allow life to get in the way when really He's supposed to be the life. Hmm. And, and and it's time that we quit trying to incorporate Him in our lives and saying, you know what, you are my life. Therefore, therefore the old the I gave you my life when I when I said I receive you. Yeah. So this notion of thinking that I can just bring you in on a Sunday or just bring you in at nighttime when I'm saying my prayers, like that has to end. That has to end, man. He, we, it's time that every moment of our life is, is walking with him. Yeah. I saw, um, I saw a clip on uh, a TikTok the other day and this guy made a great point and he's like, um, I want to, I want to share something. He's like, um, this is how I knew that I wasn't saved. And he started reading the scripture uh, where Paul talks about um, if, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, um, you can't do any of these things. And he said, um, my life was every day doing those things. Wow. He said, and I realized I'm not saved. I have not given my life and its control over to Jesus. And that's salvation. That, that is making Jesus the Lord of your life. And we get this, we have this notion, and I'm sure we've talked about it before, that salvation is this prayer that we pray at the altar. And, you know, yay, you know, but it's not, it's really a death. And it's, in it, truly, it's a painful process in a lot of ways because it's joyous too, but you're giving up the rights to your life yeah. to, to Jesus. Paul called himself a bondservant to the Lord. Um, and so... You know, we have this misconception of what salvation is and what we actually, what is required of us. Yeah, you're, you're right. Because if you're listening, like, you, you must understand the, that's the whole reason Jesus came is because our life is not good enough to stand before God and right. be blameless. It's why he came to destroy what the enemy stole from us, that, that Adam and Eve, their fall, they gave over these rights of this uh, uh, of this relationship with God that we had, that there was this wall that was brought forth with sin, and it separated us from him. And then Jesus was able to come as a, a sinless man and destroying the works of the enemy and uh, not only destroying that, but destroying the power of sin by being sacrificed, by dying on a cross, and by raising up again. So we must die just as he did and be raised with him now. So this, like you're saying, like this notion of thinking that we can still have this this old man that it does not measure up to the to the things of God. It it it, it just doesn't work. It will never work. You will stand before him in that last day if you think that this old man can make it. Man, you you have a rude awakening ahead of you because it's not enough it must take the blood of jesus and it must take you fully trading your life saying here is mine so that he can give you his and it's a beautiful exchange it's a costly exchange but man it's so worth it so recap psalm 101 for us and and what we need to know yeah ending this uh ending this series so again, this paying the cost, we 
We're talking about paying the cost for the anointing that breaks yokes, the anointing that just ushers in the power of the Holy Spirit. And um, what does it take? You know, I'm sure there could be many things added to it. We focused in on Psalm 101, and what we have found is David really focused in on I will walk in righteousness in, in everything that I do. I will not endure those that relish in the flesh. And lastly, I will oppose the works of the enemy. So these things, man, we we want to pursue, and we want to walk in excellence the best we can. It's not a works thing, but there is this grace given to us to walk this thing out rightly. And man, we want to we want to we want to do it with with such uh, reverence, with such and give him such honor in all that we're doing. So, um. Let's pray. Yeah. So, Father, we just thank you. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you have given us the opportunity to receive of you and to walk in such authority and such power uh, by your spirit. And, Lord, for each and every one that is listening, Lord, and those that are saying, man, I, I, I want this, I want more. Lord, I thank you that you have given forth these principles. But, Lord, more than ever, Lord, you are just giving forth his grace to lean in. And I thank you, Lord, as those that lean in, Lord, that you will begin to whisper to their to their hearts, Lord, that you will begin to guide them, that the Holy Spirit will begin to teach them and show them your ways. And, Lord, we just want to be a people that walks with integrity. Lord, we want to be a people that does not endure the things of this world any longer. And, Lord, we want to be a people that is actively opposing the works of the enemy and, Father, we just thank you that all these things are possible only through you. And so, Lord, we just, uh, Lord, I, I just speak encouragement over those that are listening and saying, you can do this. You can do this. This is available, and we are cheering you on. And, Lord, we thank you that you have invited us into this thing. Yes. We love you, Jesus. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, God bless you guys. Um, we are going to end it there. Um, be sure to catch it. We're actually, uh, I want to let you know, if you're listening on um, YouTube, we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, if you want to go to our Facebook page for a quick link for both of those, uh, you can find us um uh, on those two plat- platforms as well. I know it's probably uh, easier for some of you guys to listen on those. Um, we very much appreciate your support and your encouragement and, um, we will catch you on the next one.